Hi everyone and welcome to the Batch Report. So we just finished up Bachelor in Paradise Australia and we were like, what are we going to do? Should we interview people? Should we watch the new Bachelor Australia? Should we watch Bachelor South Africa? The one from the UK? We didn't know. So we were like in this weird limbo place this week and decided that we were going to watch one of the greatest seasons ever on Hulu for The Bachelor US. And I let Andrew pick because he hadn't seen any of the seasons before that were on there. And he just happened to pick Brad Womack's season or seasons. Yeah, apparently uh, Bradley Womack had two seasons. Yeah, which was actually very strange that he picked Brad's season because I just let him pick out of any of the seasons, walked out of the room, and he happened to pick the one person who I had never seen either of their seasons. I had seen yeah. every other person on there, and he picked the one I had not seen. And I was like, well, this is going to be a fun time. So they actually jumped into his like relatively quickly, like his first season, and they went through it very, I feel like very quickly. Yeah, so basically he's known in The Bachelor, from what I understand, in The Bachelor uh, franchise as the guy, the first guy to not pick anybody. Anybody? Yeah. So, which we just saw that happen in the Australian one, or I'm sorry, New Zealand. Yeah, the New Zealand Bachelorette. She didn't choose anyone. But he's the first ever to not choose anyone. But here's the thing is, he kind of was like scummy about it because he led the girls on to the, like the very end. Well, like the night before the last rose ceremony, the, one of the girls was like, oh, I'm so nervous. And he was like, oh, you shouldn't be. It's going to be a great day. Yeah. And then he breaks up with them. And it's like, It was dude. like between Jenny and Deanna. Deanna. And who's the first one? Uh, so Jenny went first, which yeah. breaks my heart because I actually really... I do feel like I actually saw a few episodes of this season, actually, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. The whole thing. She seems like a cool girl, and but I, I do think that the other, other were kind I of I actually remember time. Jenny. And when she's like, oh, I'm really falling for you, all of this. And I was like, oh, like, I feel for you. Because he's like, oh, yeah, like, I really like Jenny. Well, yeah. But, and also, like, it's crazy because Bradley is like... I like how you call totally, him Bradley instead of Brad. He's totally like a, a smooth talker because mm-hmm. he's like saying nothing but like really uplifting things to her. He's like, you know, you know, I can't I remember. I can see a future with you or whatever it was. It, it was, was like, just like you I know, can see our future. There's and... no one else like that. And it just is like, you're such a unique person. And it, it, like he makes it sound like he's going to choose her. And then he's like. That was the first one he yeah. broke up with. And he then like, nope. and then Deanna comes in and he's like, you're such an amazing person. There's no one like you. I sent Jenny home. And you can see that she's like excited. Because yeah, he's she's like, like, I sent Jenny home. And then he's like, I need a second. And he like walks around yeah. the, the little altar that they're at. And then he comes back and he's like, um, I think that I need to be with no one for right now. Whatever it was. And it was like. Dude, it's like Brad. Brad, we're not asking you to marry her. I mean, they're asking you to get engaged or whatever. No, but, but like, they don't even have to. He could have said, "I'm not ready to get engaged yet, but I'd like to continue this outside of this process." Yeah. Like he could have said that, and he didn't. Yeah, so he got a ton of flack for that. So, a little bit of like backstory on Brad is they like tell you who he is at the beginning, and he's like, "Oh, I was like a rich kid growing up, and then yeah, my parents then got divorced, like, and I lived in a trailer." And it was like this big thing. And 
then he's like, oh, and now I know what it's like to have nothing. So I own four restaurants and a nightclub and all this stuff. So he went from saying like, oh, I had everything then I had nothing. But now I'm even better off than I was before. And it was a little bit like arrogant cocky. Like honestly, he he seemed like the person that like didn't really work that much. I know. And I don't like how he necessarily treated the people on that first season where he was like, oh, yeah, like, I see a future. We're going to be great. And then he, like, they brought him on and he was like, oh, you know, after that season, I did a lot of therapy and therapy helped a lot because, you know, I had some issues, but it was like, well, you were entitled. Like, you were entitled. They bring him back and, like, is the first, you know, when the girls got a limo? The first girl comes up and just slaps him in the face. Oh, the second season. But we're not going to talk about the second season yet because we're going to talk about our sponsor for this episode, which is one of my personal favorites. Yeah, Theragun. The stress of daily life weighs on us all. Whether you're an elite athlete or just a regular person like me trying to get through the day, muscle pain and muscle tension is a real thing. That's why I use Theragun. The handheld percussion therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. And now it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. That's because the all new Gen 4 Theragun has proprietary brushless motor that's so quiet you will wonder if it's on while you soothe your aching muscles with Theragun's signature power, amplitude, and effectiveness. I use Theragun on a regular basis to break up those hard knots I have on my back. Just from sitting, like, in the times that we're in and, like, doing work at the table or, like, sitting on a couch and watching TV for a long time or whatever it is that you're doing. Like, whenever you get, like, those nasty knots in your shoulders, like, Theragun's great for breaking that up. Uh, so try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There's no substitute for Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and quiet and power you need. Starting at only $199, go to theragun.com slash B-A-C-H-R-E-P-O-R-T, batch report, right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash B-A-C-H-R-E-P-O-R-T, batch report. Theragun.com, batch report. I've been working out like a lot the past few weeks. And last weekend, the back of my shoulder blades hurt so bad that I like couldn't even sit up. It hurt to lay down. Like everything hurt. And I used a Theragun and it was amazing. I just got to say, I'm yeah. a fan. Me too. So, I guess we better talk about the second Broadwell Max season. Yeah, let's do it. Which was a whole lot of craziness. So, one person that they mentioned quite often was Michelle Money, who on the show was like the more provocative. She's kind of aggressive. Of the girls on there. Yeah. Um, but I think it's so funny to see her now because now it's like she's married and she has like a teenage daughter. And it's like that's how long it's been since the show aired. And her daughter, I think it was last year, was in a skateboarding accident and was in a coma Yikes. for, like, months. And then, like, now she's pretty much fully recovered. But that's really frightening. And 
I think it's just so weird to see someone who was on the show. She was, what, probably like 22 or 23 at the time she was originally on the show. Yeah. And now she's in her mid-30s. So it's like crazy to see people grow up, like grow up. So his, like some of his top people on season two, there was Ashley who like he had like a really great connection with and then he ends up breaking up with her and she ended up becoming the bachelorette afterwards and got married to JP and they've had two kids. And I feel like they're probably the biggest bachelor success story. I actually watched her season, so. Yeah, I always see, like, little snippets of them, and they're like, we have kids. (laughs) But he had, like, a really big health scare. I think it was, like, he had a tumor or cancer or something this past year and was in the hospital for quite a lot of it. And they're still going strong, though. Mm -hmm. And it makes me really happy. I really like them as a couple. And then who he ends up picking at the end of season two was Emily Maynard, who was also a future bachelorette. And and she also had a, a child as Yeah, well. she had a daughter, and he was like, oh, like, I've never, like, dated anyone who has a kid. And then he, like, brings, like, height for her kid when she they, like, go to hometowns and they have a great time. And then he picks her in the end, which was kind of weird because I don't really see him as someone who is ready to be a father. Yeah. Which maybe that's why they ended up breaking up because I don't really know the reason why they broke up after. Like, he seems, like, very, like... Not that mature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't seem, like, ready to take Or at on. that point in time. Like, he's a smooth talker. He can, like... He's slow. So, like, he'll talk slow. But... Like, he has, like, the southern drawl thing going. Yeah. So, it's like he's charming in a certain way. And she was, like, a southern belle. So, she was, like, into, like, his whole thing. Yeah. And... I really liked Emily as well, which obviously didn't work out on her season of The Bachelorette either. Or, I mean, Ashley's worked out, but hers didn't work out, which is relatively common in The Bachelor franchise. So her season didn't necessarily work out, but now she's married and has, what, five kids yeah. total? They had like a whole, like, Gang what, softball kids, yeah. team or football team. They had like a huge group which of good them. for her. I know. It makes me really happy that she found, like, happiness after the show and was able to, like, make that work. So, I don't even remember who his second place person was because I think he sent home Ashley, like, top three, top four. Yeah. And then, obviously, he chooses Emily. But his second place person, I don't think they even really touched on. Yeah. How far did Michelle make it? She made it... I think like top five, top six-ish. I don't think she made it to hometowns. Yeah. She got it before that. but Yeah, what I did notice is that a lot of the girls were reserved. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, oh, we know oh, what happened last week. It was Shauna. Shauna, Shauna yeah. was the number two, and she was the one who slapped him when yeah. she showed up. And then she was the one in the action film date that like they really like blew him away. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess, like, if you're competing and whatnot, you can kind of get taken away by it, so... I feel like she was, like, the lustful choice. Yeah. Like, if he was going to go, like, that direction. But if he was looking for someone to settle down with, then Emily, who he chose, was obviously, like, yeah. the better choice of that. So, afterwards, they do kind of, like, they're chatting with him a little bit. hmm And so they bring him up, and I guess he... So Emily and him didn't work out, but then he found a new person. Well, I mean, it's been, what, eight, nine years? Yeah. Since then? So he obviously has a new girlfriend. 
He actually looks better now. I he does. Think. I think so, too. He has a beard. He's, like, a little more casual. Yeah, and I guess he met the person at um, a gym, which yeah. kind of, like, suits his personality a little bit better. I know. The first time Andrew saw Brad on the screen, he was like, he works out at a gym. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. yeah, maybe. And then he's like, I met my new girlfriend at the gym. And I was like, well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I've heard, like, such mixed things about Brad Womack, just, like, in general in Bachelor Nation. Because, obviously, that wasn't a season I watched, but people talked about it a lot. Yeah. Because he hadn't chosen anyone that first season. So everyone hated him. And then they brought him back. Yeah. So then people were like, what the hell is going on? Like, why would he bring someone back that everybody hates? But then he chose someone, and I feel like he mainly chose someone to prove that he could choose someone. Yeah. So I feel like maybe he wasn't even the most suited with Emily, but he chose her because he was like, well, I can't possibly leave here without. He's like, I'm not going to make the same mistake twice type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. So that pretty much covers him. I know. So So I think next week we were discussing, we've been looking at all the different bachelors from all the different countries and Andrew seemed the most interested in watching the Australian bachelor because he was on Survivor and he was like, that guy looks pretty cool. And something that's interesting about that season is the first like three quarters of the season were filmed like normal, but then COVID hit. So the last few episodes, I guess, are all via quarantine. So all the dates are like remote dates. Which I'm super interested to see how that ends up working out. Yeah, me too. Um, So I think we might watch The Australian Bachelor. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. We'll let you guys know. You'll find out shortly. It'll be a surprise. I mean, within the next week, you're going to find out. Yeah, so, we're leaning toward that, though. But we'll see you guys next week for another episode of The Bachelor. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.